to our very first podcast. Where Millennial meets Gen X. I'm Darlisa Adams. And I'm Tina Laws. And we'll be talking about all things relationships. That's right. So Lisa, let's share a little bit about who we are so our viewers can get a better understanding as to why we are talking about all things relationships. Mm-hmm. I'll turn it over to you. Yes, I am excited about this very first podcast. I'm Dorlisa Adams. I'm from South Carolina and I am married to my wonderful husband, Ethan, in right now we have no kids, but that's the future. <laughs> and I'm excited to be here on this podcast. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Visions of Women and why I, why, why I started, excuse me, I started this nonprofit organization in 2014 as a women's support group. And as I was walking to my dorm room, true story. God put it on my heart to start a women's support group on college campus. It became an outlet where women could come together and talk about healthy and unhealthy relationships. In the process, I volunteered at a domestic violence shelter and I volunteered to help the homeless. And so that was part of my internship and I did that. And when I graduated, I continue to look for work and lend it work with working at another domestic violence shelter where I was able to grow there and continue to help victims and survivors. And it was interesting to see women and their children who were there once before and then had to come back like a year or two later. So when you think about that process of how many times it really takes for domestic violence victim to leave their uh, situation. And when they do leave, they have to come back. That really struck struck out to me. So I wanted to continue to help those that were going through uh, that type of situation. So I start, although I started my organization in 2014, I really did not make it a charity until 2017 which I was able to get my 501c3. And so now what we do is we're actually just continuing to build in the community and connect with people who may need help or know people who do need help. And I'm still working with college students. Tina and I, you'll hear a little bit more about Tina's story, but we just finished our online women support group and we'll get into that momentarily. But, and today I'm still, you know, running visions of women and working with um, people who are continuing to help where they can to really continue our mission, which is to educate, support, and lead by raising awareness towards domestic violence and promoting healthy relationships. So that's really the bulk of our mission, especially to continue to talk to the youth that are so innovative (laughs) now and interested in, you know, learning new things. 
And usually when I'm talking to the youth, whether it's on college campuses or in a group setting, they are very into talking about these situations because so many different things are going on their social social media accounts where they're seeing all these different types of uh, relationships. And so a lot of what we know is those relationships that you see all the time, those people are acting, you know, they're not always happy in, in real life. People are going through things. So we need to talk about it and we need to talk about those dynamics and how a relationship should look and how it should, you know, should not look or be, um, which is it should not be, you know, unhealthy. I always say love should not hurt. It shouldn't. So we talk about those different things and do different activities and we, you know, talk and we express ourselves. And right now I'm also doing my all girls group and it has grown from having one student to having 12 students. And this is online this year, especially due to COVID-19. I just felt that we shouldn't stop meeting and doing groups just because of COVID, but it's actually turned out to be bittersweet because even, although I want to be in those settings and see my girls' faces, we know that this is the best way to do it right now, but it has grown online. So this is where I'm at, you know, today, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you, Dolisa. It's so exciting to hear how, you know, we we always we often hear stories from the outside. It's it's amazing to be able to be in the setting as a millennial to see and reach those teens and those young women in education um, that are striving to be better in their academics and you meeting them to help them with their relationships as well. But mm -hmm. well, I'm Tina Laws, like you mentioned before, and I'm actually from the beautiful island of Bermuda. If you look on your map, you'll realize it's just a dot right there on the ocean. Um, mm -hmm. However, for such a little dot, we have so much relationship issues going on on our very island. And while many are great, there are those that aren't so great. So I'm the founder of Under Construction. Under Construction is a private business that associates itself with all those affected by domestic violence and healthy relationships. We are a private business, <clears throat> excuse me, that services all those willing to make changes. Um, in some instances, they don't even realize they need to make change until they come to one of our support groups. How did this start? Back in 2008, I'll go back there, um, while I was overseas in school, in university, I had the opportunity to work in several um, domestic violence shelters. During this time, I realized after working with several women that a lot of my history had come back. I was also a victim of domestic violence. And so working in these facilities aroused a lot of my emotions and feelings that I thought I once suppressed or got rid of. Little did I know they had resurfaced. Working with all of these women and children, it allowed me to see myself through their eyes. 
full speed ahead. I had to take therapy and do all those things so that I can heal. Once mm-hmm. I returned back to my beautiful island of Bermuda back in 2009 to start my career as a criminal justice major, I started to work with women and men in the prison system. During that time, I found that there were so many affected before coming to jail by unhealthy relationships. It didn't really start with them. It started with a lot of their families or their environments growing up, which led them ultimately to being incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Moving away from that, I found that after a while, I was working with so many women that needed help in relationships. I'm also a relationship coach. So on the flip side of that, I'm always that one people call to help build or promote or help Um, in fact, change in their relationships to take them from great to greater. So on the flip side, I'm now considering, let me do a support group, domestic violence support group, because we need to meet everyone. Mm -hmm. That's where the construction was formed. I started a support group, which I think started with three. Yeah, started with three. Mm -hmm. And it grew to 12, and then it went to 15. And then I had to do two support groups. Then I found myself having one-on-ones with victims of domestic violence. So Mm -hmm. here I am now as a relationship coach and a domestic violence advocate and facilitator. Um, And so that's pretty much how we led here today. Um, Dolisa and I she mentioned earlier that we just completed our four-week women's support group online. Yes. Um, although COVID-19 has been um, very sad for a lot of those who have been affected, people has, has lost loved ones as a result. It's also been a saving grace for many. It's allowed us to sit back, reflect, and just get on our Zoom meetings and reach people where they're at which mm-hmm. is in their homes. Yeah. So we're thankful for this opportunity to be able to come together um, and just share a little bit about um, Dolisa's experiences as a millennial and my experiences as Gen X. And <laughs> um, let's talk a bit about how we met Dolisa. Here in 2016, you want to share your part of it first? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I'll tell you the truth. First of all, I really wish I could say... I'm from the beautiful island of. (laughs) That is so awesome. I know the water is like drop dead gorgeous. So I went by myself and I mean, I was, I was like, I had so much fun. I was so excited. I received an email about the trainings going on and this one here uh, with Beth Beams at her non-violence institute in Indianapolis really struck out to me. So I actually traveled by myself from South Carolina Mm -hmm. to Indianapolis. Hey, talking about a real millennial. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed traveling. So I went by myself and I mean, I was, I was like, I had so much fun. I was so excited. And I mean, I went through that big Atlanta airport and I was just on my way, child. I finally got to Indianapolis and I really enjoyed it. Checked in my room. And when I got to the first day of training, Tina and I actually sat by each other and continued to get to know one another. And the best experience during that time was meeting so many different women from all walks of life who were advocates and working in their 
communities from all over the world. It was so many different cultures yes. there that was that were representing um, their communities. And our instructor again, uh, her name is Beth Beams. She was really good, and I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot. I still have my folder, but that was a really good training. Yeah, I agree. It was an it was an amazing opportunity, mm-hmm. Lisa. And one of the things I always walked away with from that um, opportunity was that there were so many of us. I mean, right down to one of our ladies who is a native on an Indian reserve. You know, mm-hmm. we, we sat there around the table. It was amazing how we just glanced around and everyone introduced themselves and where they were from. It was so amazing to see so many women from different walks of life, but to talk about domestic violence as one umbrella. It was so truly a blessing to each of us. Um, And like Dolisa said, from the first day we met, we hit it off, as well as everyone else in the room, to be honest. Um, But it was so amazing that um, we walked away from there, we remained in relationship, we emailed each other just to check in, and then we talked about our organizations, and we just linked up ever since. And it was truly something that um, we thought about over a period of two days to do our women's support group. And it was, it just went as simple as this. One day I was sitting in my living room and I said, you know, um, I'm already doing a support group, but we need to do more. And it dropped in my spirit. You know, I said, Lord, what what shall we do? I, I don't know what to do. And I will say we, because so many of us doing these things and there are so many opportunities who we can link with different people to do them. And God dropped in my spirit, or Lisa. And I said, so it's okay, she's a millennial. How is this going to work? So uh, that day went by, and the next day, God dropped on my, laid on my heart again. Have you contacted Dolisa? And I said, you know what? I'm going to stop. I stood right on the corner of my kitchen before I was ready to cook dinner, and I reached out to her, and she was just good and excited to <laughs> get this gift. She was like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know how it would pan out. However, we did four weeks of refocusing um, yourself. Let's refocus yourself together. Support group with women. And it was phenomenal. Don't you say so, Dolisa? It was it amazing. Was. It was amazing, and it was amazing to see how a millennial and a Gen X me can work together in Mm -hmm. harmony. You know, mm-hmm. and it was so it was so dynamic because we got the opportunity to hear and hear Delisa share on finances and stress management on jobs and those type of things. And I talked about um, healthy relationships and boundaries. We talk about Delisa talked about um, how to save and how to look forward to different career paths. And we just talked about so many things. We didn't realize that um, it would be so dynamic that we'll have our women on there, even sharing, you know, cross sharing their experiences cross-sharing their um, careers and all the things in which they've been through. So I, I think that was an amazing opportunity. And so from there, we've also thought about, or Lisa said, you know what, Tina, let's do a podcast. And so mm-hmm. here we are today. We're showing that millennials and Gen Xs can offer so much. And me being a Gen X, I always believe in who have imparted in me. I got here because I had 
Jan asks, when I was a millennial, pouring into my soul and my spirit and allowing me to share my experiences. And mm-hmm. so here we are again today. I'm the Jan X and Elise is the millennial. And right. we're both coming together to mm-hmm. share for each and every one of you today. So, you know, our prayer is that you get what you need from this podcast and mm-hmm. that you're able to walk away feeling, you know, I can do this, whatever it is, because we're going to be talking about all things relationships. So whatever it is that you need to hear, we're praying that we're able to support you and provide you with the information um, moving forward. Yes, that's awesome. And the women's support group really, I mean, just in the nick of time, I really felt like that was, that really gave me a high term really take off and run with things I had been working on just because that was an eye-opener that this stuff is going on everywhere and when I say stuff I'm talking about the abuse and just unhealthy relationships just it's still going on and during COVID-19 you had had a lot of women who really had to leave the situations they were in and some who did not get a chance to leave those situations, but the ones that were able to leave their partner and go to a different home to able to be safe, you know, was a blessing for uh, some of the women that were able to join our support group online. But it was wonderful to be able to meet them and to be able to provide resources in financial planning, healthy relationships, um, careers. And um, we talked about domestic violence and women were able to share their relationship um, that they were going through and what was going on and just, you know, give each other advice. And that was awesome. You know, so we really took time to continue to build each other up. Yes, yes. It, it, it was it was basically a sisterhood. It turned into a sisterhood. That's one of the things. That was one of our objectives. You know, we, mm-hmm. we don't want to just come on and have these support groups. We want to impact other people's lives as well as them impacting ours. And so this is exactly what this support group did. It allowed women to walk away feeling like, okay, I've also made new friends. <laughs> you right. know, several of them were saying, let me just take your contact details so that we can talk after. You know, mm-hmm. and that's really what it's all about us as women. You know, oftentimes you hear so much cattiness and drama as it relates to women getting together or women being friends or losing friendships mm-hmm. over things as it relates to relationships. But it was really good to see in this instance how we bonded and built relationships through yeah. unhealthy relationships. Um, and, you, you know, I, I just think this is just a start. We're going to do another support group as well. Yes. Um, but this was a start to many to come. And all the uh, situations um Zooming is as a result of COVID-19. COVID-19 is not going to always be here in this round. We're not going to always be, you know, confined to our homes. But I find that we are going to always be in a position now to reach those around the world through Zoom. And so that has fostered new relationships and opportunities in our mind that we can reach everyone. We don't have to be in a room filled with women all the time. And so I think that's going to be something we're going to continue on with our Zoom um, to reach different people around the world. Um, I think I think that's an, as an, that has been an amazing, uplifting um, opportunity for us, for us both. 
Yes, that is something that that's why I said it's, it's just been like bittersweet because you've been able myself, including myself, even with my girl group for the summer called Val Girls League, we've been able to reach people more than mm -hmm. just in our areas. Yes, yes. You know, uh, one so, of the things, one, one of the, I'm sorry, Dolisa, before I forget, because you know, I'm a Janet. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that yeah. I forgot to mention, and that was such a highlight to us, is that both Dolisa and I are Christian believers. Uh -huh. um, we, we believe in Jesus Christ. So um, yeah. one of the things we were able to do, and we made it very intentional, was to have prayer during this group. And while everyone mm -hmm. on, isn't Christians, everyone doesn't attend church. I mean, for some, they don't even believe in Jesus, you mm -hmm. know. But the, the blessing in the midst of that, of all of their chaos and unhealthiness in their relationships, every session we were able to end in prayer, either Dolisa or I closed out in prayer. And it was such an, that was the amazing highlight of it, to be really honest. We were able to, you know, impart prayer into mm -hmm. these support groups. And that's something that we were very intentional about. Um, right. And so I, I also want to make mention that there's a few who are Christians and maybe struggle with your faith and afraid to, you know, promote who you are, mm -hmm. be who you are at all times, because Dolisa's a millennial, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm the Gen X, mm -hmm. but we're both Christian, and we was able to come together and share the love of God through the midst of chaos. I just right. wanted to share that before I forgot. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. that's good stuff. I was going to say that during the support group, we really we were also able to ask the women what did they need instead of assuming they needed mm -hmm. this, they needed that. And when they told us we would like to talk about coping with stress, coping mm -hmm. with stress on the job. Yes. That became a focus point in our group. Mm -hmm. And we made that a priority to talk about that topic and give resources to help yes. them. So yes, I wanted to throw that yeah. in there because that really yeah. just blew me away during those sessions. And yeah. it really yeah. felt good to be able to step in and to incorporate that, that thing with stress um, that affects yes. so many yes. people and whether it's on the job at home or wherever, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a it's a it's an issue with some people. It is, and and I think what was great about it was that we had planned to have um, a, a total different topic for that week. Yeah. And the fact that they told us this is what's bombarding their lives, you know, Dolisa had that week. They, Dolisa had the next session coming up, and so you know she had to rearrange in a second. She told about it and said, "You know what? We'll do it next week. Whatever it is that you need." And it was very powerful because that's also part of your relationships, right? On your job with your colleagues, with your managers, with those seniors. Um, you know, so it's so important that we incorporate every aspect of your life as it relates to relationships. So that was a great turnaround. You know, we took it off of the intimate partner relationships to are now um, 
workplace relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think that was such an amazing turnaround. And the response was great. You know, I think that was really amazing. Your presentation was on time. Your presentation went over and beyond what the expectation was supposed to be. You talked about so many things with giving tips on how they can operate on their jobs, Mm -hmm. how they can remove themselves from their situations and how they can move forward um, in spite of other people's behaviors. So that was an amazing presentation that was held on that night. So yeah, I have to say kudos to you once again on that because that was great. And I think, I think, yeah, that was amazing. You did a good job on that. Um, And so, you know, with that, with working with that group for those weeks, we learned that we have to now incorporate every aspect of relationships Mm -hmm. in every presentation in mm-hmm. every support group in every workshop in every webinar we have to incorporate every aspect of relationships because every aspect of our lives includes relationships that's good tina and i like she said we met at the non-violence institute it was actually in Indian Indianapolis, and I really enjoyed it. I was able to go because you know I had I was had just got out of college, got my job at the domestic violence shelter, and I was I was eager to continue to grow in my areas. I received an email about the trainings going on, and this one here uh, with Beth Beams at her non-violence institute in Indianapolis really struck out to me. So I actually traveled by myself from South Carolina Mm -hmm. to Indianapolis. Hey, talking about a real millennial. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed traveling. So I went by myself and I mean, I was, I was like, I had so much fun. I was so excited. The first day of training, Tina and I actually sat by each other and continued to get to know one another. And the best experience during that time was meeting so many different women from all walks of life who were advocates and working in their communities from all over the world. It was so many different cultures there that was that were representing um their communities and our instructor again uh, her name is beth beams she was really good and i really enjoyed it i learned a lot i still have my folder but that was a really good training yeah, I agree. It was an it was an amazing opportunity, mm-hmm. Lisa. And one of the things I always walked away with from that um, opportunity was that there were so many of us. I mean, right down to one of our ladies who is a native on an Indian reserve. You know, mm-hmm. we we sat there around the table. It was amazing how we just glanced around and everyone introduced themselves and where they were from. It was so amazing to see so many women from different walks of life, but 
to talk about domestic violence as one umbrella. It was so truly a blessing to each of us. Um, and like Dolisa said, from the first day we met, we hit it off, as well as everyone else in the room, to be honest. Um, but it was so amazing that um, we walked away from there. We remained in relationship. We emailed each other just to check in. And then we talked about our organizations and we just linked up ever since. And it was truly something that um, we thought about over a period of two days to do our women's support group. And it was, it just went as simple as this. One day I was sitting in my living room and I said, you know, um, I'm already doing a support group, but we need to do more. And it dropped in my spirit. You know, I said, Lord, what, what shall we do? I, I don't know what to do. And I will say we because so many of us doing these things and there are so many opportunities who we can link with different people to do them. And God dropped in my spirit, or Lisa. And I said, so it's okay, she's a millennial. How is this going to work? So a bad day went by, and the next day, God dropped on my, laid on my heart again. Have you contacted Dolisa? And I said, you know what? I'm going to stop. I stood right on the corner of my kitchen before I was ready to cook dinner, and I reached out to her, and she was just good and excited to get this girl. She was like, you know what? Yeah, sounds great. And we didn't know how it would pan out. However, we did four weeks of refocusing um, yourself. Let's refocus yourself together. Support group with women. And it was phenomenal. Don't you say so, Dolisa? It was it amazing. Was. It was it amazing, really was. and it was amazing to see how a millennial and a Gen X me can work together in mm -hmm. harmony. You know, mm -hmm. and it was so it was so dynamic because we got the opportunity to hear and hear Delisa share on finances and stress management on jobs and those type of things. And I talked about um, healthy relationships and boundaries. We talk about Delisa talked about um, how to save and how to look forward to different career paths. And we just talked about so many things. We didn't realize that um, it would be so dynamic that we'll have our women on there, even sharing, you know, cross sharing their experiences cross-sharing their um, careers and all the things in which they've been through. So I, I think that was an amazing opportunity. And so from there, we also thought about, or Lisa said, you know what, Tina, let's do a podcast. And so here we are today. We're showing that millennials and Gen Xs can offer so much. And me being a Gen X, I always believe in who have imparted in me. I got here because I had Jan Axis, when I was a millennial, pouring into my soul and my spirit and allowing me to share my experiences. And mm -hmm. so here we are again today. I'm the Jan X and Dolise is the millennial. And right. we're both coming together to mm -hmm. share for each and every one of you today. So, you know, our prayer is that you get what you need from this podcast and mm -hmm. that you're able to walk away feeling, you know, I can do this, whatever it is, because we're going to be talking about all these relationships. So whatever it is that you need to hear, we're praying that we're able to support you and provide you with the information um, moving forward. Yes, that's awesome. And the women's support group really, I mean, just in the nick of time, I really felt like that was, that really gave me a high term really take off and run with things I had been working on just because that was an eye opener that this stuff is going on everywhere. And when I say stuff, I'm talking about the abuse and just unhealthy yes. relationships just is still going on. And during COVID-19, you had had a lot of women who really had to leave 
the situations they were in and some who did not get a chance to leave those situations. But the ones that were able to leave their partner and go to a different home to able to be yeah. safe, you know, was a blessing for uh, some of the women that were able to join our support group online. But it was wonderful to be able to meet them and to be able to provide resources and uh, yeah. financial plan planning, healthy relationships, um, careers. And um, we talked about domestic violence and women were able to share their relationship um, that they were going through and what was going on and just, you know, give each other advice and Yes. That was awesome. You know, so we it, it really was, took time was, to continue to build each other up. Yes, yes. It, it, it was it was basically a sisterhood. It turns into a sisterhood. That's one of the things. That was one of our objectives. You know, we, mm -hmm. we don't want to just come on and have these support groups. We want to impact other people's lives as well as them impacting ours. And so this is exactly what this support group did. It allowed women to walk away feeling like, okay, I've also made new friends. <laughs> you right. Know, several of them were saying, let me just take your contact details so that we can talk after. You know, mm -hmm. and that's really what it's all about us as women. You know, oftentimes you hear so much cattiness and drama as it relates to women getting together or women being friends or losing friendships mm -hmm. over things as it relates to relationships. But it was really good to see in this instance how we bonded and built relationships through yeah. unhealthy relationships. Um, and, you, you know, I, I just think this is just a start. We're going to do another support group as well. Yes. Um, but this was a start to many to come. And although our situations um, Zooming is as a result of COVID-19, COVID-19 is not going to always be here in this That's realm. Right. We're not going to always be, you know, confined to our homes. But I find that we are going to always be in a position now to reach those around the world through Zoom. And so that has fostered new relationships and opportunities in our mind that we can reach everyone. We don't have to be in a room filled with women all the time. And so I think that's going to be something we're going to continue on with our Zoom um, to reach different people around the world. Um, I think I think that's an, as an, that has been an amazing, uplifting um, opportunity for us, for us both. Yes, that is something that that's why I said it's, it's just been like bittersweet because you've been able myself, including myself, even with my girl group for the summer called Val Girls League. We've been able to reach people more than mm -hmm. just in our areas. Yes, yes. You know, and one so, of the things, one, one of the, I'm sorry, Donisa, before I forget, because you know, I'm the Janet. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that yeah, I bye. forgot to mention, and that was such a highlight to us, is that both Donisa and I are Christian believers. Uh -huh. um, we, we believe Jesus Christ. So um, yes. one of the things we were able to do and we made it very intentional was to have prayer during this group. And while everyone mm -hmm. on, isn't Christians, everyone doesn't attend church. I mean, for some, they don't even believe in Jesus. You mm -hmm. know, 
but the the blessing in the midst of that of all of their chaos and unhealthiness in their relationships every session we were able to end in prayer either dolisa or i closed out in prayer and it was such an that was the amazing highlight of it to be really honest we were able to you know impart prayer into mm-hmm. these support groups and that's something that we were very intentional about um, right. and so i i also want to make mention that there's a few who are christians and maybe struggling with your faith and afraid to you know promote who you are mm-hmm. be who you are at all times because Dolisa's a millennial, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm the Gen X, mm-hmm. but we're both Christian. And we was able to come together and share the love of God through the midst of chaos. I just right. wanted to share that before I forgot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. I was going to say that during the support group, we really, we were also able to ask the women what did they need instead of assuming they needed this, they needed that. And when they told us we would like to talk about coping with stress, coping mm-hmm. with stress on the job. Yes. That became a focus point in our group. Mm-hmm. And we made that a priority to talk about that topic and give resources to help yes. them. So yes, I wanted to throw that yeah. in there because that really yeah. just blew me away during those sessions. And yeah. it really yeah. felt good to be able to step in and to incorporate that, that thing with stress um, that affects yes. so many yes. people and whether it's on the job at home or wherever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's an issue. With some people. It is. And and I think what was great about it was that we had planned to have um, a, a total different topic for that week. Yeah. And the fact that they told us this is what's bombarding their lives. You know, Dolisa had that week. Dolisa had the next session coming up. And so, you know, she had to rearrange, you know, sack and she told about it and said, you know what, we'll do it next week, whatever it is that you need. And it was very powerful because that's also part of your relationships, right? On your job with your colleagues, with your managers, with those seniors. Um, you know, so it's so important that we incorporate every aspect of your life as it relates to relationships. So that was a great turnaround. You know, we took it off of the intimate partner relationships to our now um, workplace relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think that was such an amazing turnaround and the response was great you know I think that yeah. was really amazing your presentation was on time your presentation went over and beyond what the expectation was supposed to be yeah. you talked about so many things with giving tips on how they can operate on their jobs mm-hmm. how they can remove themselves from their situations and how they can move forward um, in spite of other people's behaviors so that was an amazing presentation that was held on that night so yeah I have to say kudos to you once again on that because that was great and I think I think yeah that was amazing you did a good job on that um and so you know with that with working with that group for those weeks we learned that we have to now incorporate every aspect of relationships Mm -hmm. in every presentation in Mm -hmm. every support group in every workshop in every webinar we have to incorporate every aspect of relationships because every aspect of our lives includes relationships that's good
Well, since I'm so excited to continue to talk about all things relationships. Yeah, so Delisa, I'm looking forward to our next podcast session. Um, I'm excited about where we're going with this. I'm so glad we had the opportunity today to share who we are and how we got here and a little bit about our support group and relationships, healthy and unhealthy. Um, I'm looking forward to our next session, which will be about the signs of abuse. And we're going to talk about the signs of abuse uh not just what physical and emotional and psychological and financial and spiritual abuse looks like on paper, but we're going to bring it right home, sharing experiences of what it can look like. Um, because oftentimes we don't see it coming. And so that's what we're going to be talking about on our next podcast session, mm-hmm. which will be held every Monday morning. Um, and we look forward. We're excited and we can't wait to talk to you. Take care. Have a great week. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you on Monday. Have a good one.